0: Hey everybody, not much to talk about today. I'm doing this extra episode because April I didn't really, wasn't able to get one through. And I'm kind of thinking that I, probably easiest for me to do the, do episodes once a month. Uh, I've got another project in mind that I might do in between episodes of those podcasts, And I, it's just... It's pretty tough to edit and uh, it's tough to record and put together all my ideas and and figure out topics and things to talk about uh, aside from topics and somehow put a joke or two in maybe, uh, you know, covertly. Make them just kind of blend in to the episodes. It's, it takes a lot of work. And I'm figuring it out. So, in case you haven't noticed any jokes, that's the whole plan. But I also wanted to do this episode because. Multiverse of Madness. I hope everyone's seen it. This is a spoiler warning. I don't want to talk about that later on. Uh, I completely forgot about May 4th. So, I didn't get to talk about any Jawas or Ewoks, or any of the cute little animals eating people in the Star Wars universe, like I did a couple years ago. One of my best episodes, go check it out. I'm actually gonna, another one of the things I wanna do outside of the other project I wanna work on, I think I'm gonna actually find some time to clean up my older episodes and polish them put put the new uh, opening theme to it, intro theme to it, but, um, oh, and they also, there's a Thor, the Thor trailer I completely forgot about, um, so I'll talk about that after, after the theme song, but let's, let's get this show on the road. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. Now, I'm just getting warmed up. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The nation's famous nation's famous podcast you want to get nuts come on let's get nuts do you want me to get naked and start the revolution nation's famous nation's famous podcast Welcome back to another episode of Nation's Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Nations, the famous. Just so nobody gets confused. I'm the the podcast namesake. Obviously. My middle name is famous. So I was thinking about talking a little philosophy. Philosophically. I was going to maybe do psychology, but uh, I kind of I was, I linked that up with Moon Knight, and I was like, oh, Moon Knight probably would have been better because of the multiple personality thing, the disassociative identity disorder. Then I was like, oh, maybe I can talk philosophy because of Doctor Strange, and philosophically, how people, um, are spoiling the movie. I hope it didn't get spoiled for you. Um, And I hope maybe, did you, did you watch it already? Because you probably don't want to watch, listen to this podcast. Anyways, I watched, let's see, all the trailers that were out. Jurassic World, Dominion, looks good. That was fun. That one had uh, everyone from, well, everyone, basically the same crew of, um, who was it, Ian Malcolm, Girl, Sam Neill's character, the at the, what's his John? The one guy's dead, Muldoon's dead, Sam Jackson's dead, Nedry's dead. So, pretty much all the surviving cast, other than the kids, will probably show up though. But spare no expense, maybe they'll actually say that in the, in the trailer. They show that they have guy Chris Pratt and old guy Sam Sam Neil tell everyone to get down or no tell everyone don't move and so that was cute but the the dinosaur going under the ice that is going to be a crazy scene that is one of my big fears my wife my wife was like nope that is a big no-no for me because she gets freaked out she'll probably watch it that's it's gonna be good I didn't really like Lost, the Lost World one. What was that one called? <laughs> not, not the Lost World. From, from Jurassic Park. This is going to be a fun one to edit. I haven't, editing podcasts have given me more insight on how much I burp and gurgle and make mouth noises and smack my lips and breathe, breathe a lot, all the heavy breathing, all the stuff I have to edit out, it's just, you don't realize it until you put a microphone in front of your face and headphones on your ears. Anyways, so Jurassic, I didn't like the that second, the second of the Jurassic Worlds, I don't know why I can't remember that one, because I just think the Lost World, because it's basically the same plot, just the Lost World, but it's dinosaurs in a building and there wasn't like the first one there was all this brutality and like just makes you go oh what what did I just see like the girl the t-rex headed birds show up and then put the megalodon fish thing what is it it jumps in the air and then it like jumps up and grabs her oh man or like the, or the, the main rich guy is taken off in a helicopter and then it, As he's getting away, he gets attacked by the the birds, T-Rex birds, and crashes into the mountainside or whatever, and it's like, whoa, like, he was an important character. He had money and stuff. Anyways, uh, hopefully they'll bring some of that action back. Because the action in that that second movie was just kind of blah. And the whole story about the girl being a clone was like, kind of like, okay, this is weird. Way to make a weird movie, you weirdos. Speaking of weird, did anybody watch Weird the Al Yankovic Story? That is something I'm excited about. I don't know about y'all. I was a big weirdo fan, if you can't tell how weird my podcast is. Um, definitely going to be pretty... I don't know how funny it'll be, but it'll be weird. The trailer makes it... It looks like it's... Uh, one of those kind of stories that I've i kind of been latching onto in my brain lately. Uh, it's what I like about Deadpool. It's a unreliable narrator. He's basically a weird owl telling his story from his you know, his own he has creative control over it and all. And so, you know, he he's played by Daniel Radcliffe, who's like takes off his shirt and he's all ripped and like he's friends with all these famous crazy famous people and I don't know. I can't really I watched the trailer a couple weeks ago and I can't remember the details, but it looked great. He like jumps jumps a shark. I don't know, something there's a lot of like pomp and circumstance and like action and, and adventure and just it just kinda of reminds me of uh what is that Pop Star? Never stop never stopping and like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> And UHV, the movie that Weird Al actually made, which wasn't all that great. It was really weird. Hence the name of the guy who made it. But, but yeah, maybe the lead up to that, I'll do like a Weird Al episode where I just kind of talk about uh, my favorite Weird Al songs. I'm going to the Weird Al. There's a the Weird Al has a tour going around where he's doing like an intimate kind of storyteller uh, small uh, uh, concert kind of thing where he doesn't do his parodies and he's he does his uh, original songs. He's going to be in Davis he's not coming to Sacramento yeah. any of these Sacramento uh, performance centers but uh, so I'm going to go to Davis and see him in September I'm pretty excited. So I'll do something for that too I do like my favorite non-parody Weird now songs maybe i'll sing all of uh amish paradise for coolio my hero so then we have thor love and thunder that was a good uh, trailer gonna be like a rock concert From 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 what i'm gathering like the outfits that they're wearing like korg has like some like wrestling one of those, those rock star. Leotard pants uh, with a big old ram uh, belt buckle kind of thing. That's pretty cool looking. And yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy looks like they'll probably won't play too much into the story. Um, they're getting ready to take on Adam Warlock, so they'll be setting out looking for Gamora. And we didn't get to see Gore, but we've got to see Lady Thor. Or maybe that was intentional because yeah we'll get once we get gore that'll be a lot of what everyone talks about but they wanted the mighty Thor Jane Foster Thor to be the reaction to get everyone's reaction on her which she looked pretty badass see how much they play into like the who is this person kind of aspect but should be able to recognize her pretty quickly. Um, so, uh, for this topic of the podcast with philosophy, philosophy is great. I've been talking philosophy for the last, probably this whole, this whole show that I've been doing since episode one. It's a very abstract kind of, you know, the thinking, the thinker, I'm always thinking and I, I say it's. Probably my ADHD that I'm undiagnosed as having, but diagnosing myself, I'm pretty sure, pretty positive. As a philosopher, um, just one of the things that I was thinking about the other day was how, as I listen to talk radio, which I have been kind of shying away from, I've been weaning cleaning out of that habit of the radio. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Especially the station, all the people I'm listening to. It's I'm just like, ugh. I don't care. It's, all the talk about politics is redundant and stupid. And people care way too much. And then all the talk about woke culture and cancel culture and all that. And it's... They don't. Nobody's realizing like this is something that happens. You know, the right right wing agenda was a lot of like the eighties and nineties, you know, early nineties. Then the right wing agenda sh- swung around and the or the left the left wing wing agenda swung around with Clinton. Then the right wing agenda swung around with Bush. And then you know it's just. That's how our country handles progress. Uh, now everyone's talking about abortions and, and the whole Roe versus Wade, and they haven't even, like, repealed it, and they haven't. They just took, like, a vote on what everyone's opinion is, what the climate is on the notion of repealing it. And everyone's just going crazy, like, it's all media-driven. Well, it's not all media-driven, it's media getting the word out through leaked information about something that, you know, is a likely, is, you know, 50-50 going to happen. And then everyone takes it as a certainty, and then people who care a lot about it run around screaming like they're, like it's the end of days on both sides people are screaming that, oh, abortion is bad, we need to get rid of it, and then people who want abortions, or want the, you know, that to be a possibility of if they, if abortion is necessary in their life, that they have that opportunity to get it done in their backyard and not have to do it, you know, not have to travel to a different state or a different country to get it done, and, yeah, and my stance, is it's fine the way it is, but it's not, you know, that's, that's me, and it's not a good enough response to a lot of people, and people say, oh, don't kill babies, and I tell them I'm not, <laughs> but it's not me either that everyone's worried about, it's, a, it's the people who want to have abortions. Are deemed murderers because they kill something that hasn't been, you know, birthed, hasn't broken the plane of the vagina, and like putting a time limit on when the abortion should be done and all that. Blah, blah, blah. Boo. So, If I were to have a, you know, I'm trying to have a baby, so this isn't a conversation I'm really in the mood to talk about. The one thing I do, the one notion I find interesting is the idea that, uh, the argument how, oh, if, if a woman, if a pregnant woman dies and the baby dies, then the person, the murderer is charged with both of those deaths. So think about that. You know, that's not my argument. I don't really care. I'm just bringing it up as, you know, philosophy. But, uh, the thing I was thinking about, until I went on this tangent about the news, the current events, I do want to kind of, uh, I want to lay off the current events type of talk, because I'm not, I don't really care. Like, it seems like I care because I talk a lot about it, but it's boring. And I'm putting out a boring order. But the thing that I was thinking about is, like, all this, you know, with the politics, everyone who has authority is given authority by everyone else. And a lot of it just feels like everyone's playing pretend. And, you know, and the difference with playing pretend and the reality of the situation is, you know, how everyone allows it to happen you know like all these customs and traditions like with the queen and like her coronation and stuff like that's just her doing a little dance and like putting on a crown and having like a whole day of it and then everyone tunes in to see it and like you know that's that's where the power lies is how many people can be can go along with the pretendness. Or, like, with the. I don't know. What is, what is another good example? Tweet me a, another good example if you could think of one. But that's how it is, like, with everything that you buy and sell and stuff, is it's all just, you know, everything has a set retail price, but the retail is from the market, and the market is from what people pay for everything. And, the store is looking, you know, who's, whoever's selling it is, that's their aim price that they want to sell for, and everyone just agrees to, if you're going to go to the grocery store, that's the price you're going to pay, what's listed on the price tag. Where in the original market, it was, you know, a bartering system that wasn't as organized. But, like, uh, another, here's another example, is, uh, everything kind of is a uh, pageantry like if you watch the car commercials like they, they, they say one of the selling points is uh, the awards that they win and if you look into it like a lot of the times car companies put like own the awards program so it's like safest car safest car and driver award for 2016 and 2017 and 20 all the way to 2022 well, they, they own the awards program, and then they put up the awards, and then they give it to themselves. Or they, you know, or if they don't own, own the awards program, they, the awards, they raffle it off to the highest bidder. And, or, and that just begs the question, are all awards just bought and scammed for? Like I replaced scammed with uh, paid for. But, and that's just, you know, you just getting that, having that in your mind. You kind of think of, you know, like with celebrities, they become famous, and you, know, you wonder, like, how that, how did that come to be? How why did, why is Kanye so popular, when all he was was a producer of rap, rap albums and like DJ. And Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's, like, uh, wardrobe organizer or something. She, like, went through Paris Hilton's closet and, you know, organized her wardrobe to get, you know, get rid of unfashionable clothes, bring in fashionable clothes and whatnot. Then she had a sex tape and then became who she is now. And so it's just... You know, the connections got to have those connections. But like Nicolas Cage, he's super famous, and a lot of it is his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola, who directed the Godfather. So you just get a lot of those kind of stories when you look further into everyone that's you know in the public eye, in the rich and famous of the top of the list of the A-list but um, and then me with my measly little podcast that I have trouble editing and getting out even on a monthly basis um, I have been looking at my analytics more and um, I was surprised the day after I uploaded my last episode I just had a boom of uh, Downloads, still only like forty something. But you know that's easy to digest. Like forty. Like if it was forty thousand, I'd be you know I'd be in disbelief. But then it would just you know that would be a one one one-time thing, and then I just counted off as a error or something. But I I like I personally I think not my the Batman that episode. That one's got to be my best one. That's the one I'm most most proud of. But it's only... It's middle of the road with the downloads. It's only got like 30. And... My best one is the Pokemon. Not... Was it Detective Pokemon? And, uh... Which is weird because... I did like that when I... When I uh, recorded that one. Right after I recorded it, I was real proud of it. Well, it's because I think... my best like review and then not my other batman's another review one for the detective pikachu review that one was really fun i liked it. i like that movie a lot uh, a lot of it is because it reminds me of the original movie and you know i'm not much of a pokemon i love the pokemon show but i've only watched that like i watched it the first season first season maybe two seasons and that was it like i'm i'm a 150 151 pokemon dude all the rest just seem like gibberish like gobbledygook but in like like pokemon snap that's my jam i haven't even touched the new one yet i kind of should but i just the original pokemon snap with all the original pokemon like, the magic of it all was so fun. Like, the hidden ways, of, the hidden Pokemon that you had to, like, trigger special events to get cool pictures of all the different ways that they inter- you can interact with them. Like, that, that was something special. But, um... But maybe it's Pokemon, maybe it's just, like, the games. Like, I feel like my other game episode that I talk about uh, video games was a pretty has a pretty high town count but I don't play a lot of games like the game that I've played the games that I play most frequently are either arkham the Arkham series I'm restart I'm playing Arkham Knight from the beginning and I had my nephews watching as I started that one up where you start in the in the diner and I, I walk around I look at everything and they're watching me playing. Like, what are you doing? I'm just like, oh, this is how I play. Like, there's different things. Like, all these different Easter eggs that they just hide in, into the th- newspapers and stuff. And I'm like, like, why are you reading the newspaper? I'm like, because I can. not They don't realize that when I played video games at their age, they had newspapers, but it was the exact same newspaper. There's the same newspapers at night. That's how newspapers work. But like, they're they're like the exact same image all over the ground. Where you know all these new games. Each newspaper can be different. Like, someone's reading a book about one of the characters in the game, and so, like, there's all these, and you know, the Easter eggs of all the Joker's victim, all the Joker blood victims all around. It's just, I don't know. That's how I get my enjoyment. That's why I'm a little hesitant to do Twitch, because I don't even really talk when I play games. And, like, I play games like Stardew Valley and Terraria. Which is a lot of repetitive kind of tasks. But boy, do I love going mining and stuff and like, I don't know, mundane kind of work. So, you know, going going around mining in the, and finding like cool ore and cool uh, gems and like just thinking of the things I can build with them and stuff. That's just, that's where I find it fun. And like I've I've seen Elden Ring is like hugely popular right now. And that looks fun. I watched the trailer the other day. It looks like Breath of the Wild meets Skyrim meets Dark Souls. Dark Souls is something I cannot... You know, that one, all I remember, I tried playing it because it was on Xbox Game Pass. And I died from the beginning. I'm pretty sure I died of uh, getting bitten by a rat or something or like, or I tried like, walking out of the jail cell, or whatever I'm in, and yeah, I died right away, and I might, I might pick it up, and play it again, but, we'll see, uh, that reminds me, of, I played Red Dead Redemption 2, I really liked the first one, but, I picked up the second one, because I, you know, how popular it is, I had to get, sink my teeth into it, and it's, it's really nice, like, it's like, it's like a movie watching the cinematics of it all but then once i got around to like what got past the snow and like all the tutorial stuff and like in the main part in the main area the main world map i went and i got ready to head to the town and i was trying to figure out how to get on the horse and i was walking around it and i wound up pushing the punch button i think it's b and i punched the damn horse and got a wanted level and so I was like, nope. You know, I, I went through the whole tutorial and all that. And then, you know, getting a wanted level right off the bat for hit, punching a horse. I put the game down and, I, you know, went on, went on about my the rest of my day. And then I picked it back up. I was like, okay, I'll figure this out. I'm, I'm going to have fun. And I wound up figuring it out and getting on the horse after picking the game back up. And I rode into town. And then I got off the horse. Or no, I did not get off the horse. I was riding around in town, and I rode by another horse, and I like, was pushing buttons to see if I can, you know, do, see what I could do. And I wound up punching a horse sitting on my horse, and then I got another wanted, the sheriff stars or whatever they are, and I had to ride it right off and hide out there. And then I put the game down again. And I was like, I was well, listen, I'm just, I just don't have any luck with that game. Then I wound up picking it back up and. Uh, I played it a lot. Well, not a whole lot, but I played it for a while. I I just get distracted too much to play the main story. Like I I chase all the critters around and I I do all a lot of side side missions. A lot of it I just go around hunting wildlife and trying to figure out how to sell the fur and or stack things in a way that I don't have too much, don't over overload my weight limit or whatever it is. So then I, I get lost, and then I, the one I got the one cool uh, Easter egg where, in the there's like a schoolhouse, and then there's a, I don't know something happens, and then there's an alien invasion, or like an alien thing, a UFO event. I'm pretty sure I saw that, and that was really trippy. That whole area and that where that is is like a bunch of cool stuff to look around at and steel. But and then I. A lot of the time I just do all the tasks around the little camp area, like all the jobs I need to get done. And that takes a long time and that kinda kills my vibe when I get in to play that game. I'm sure that's not how everyone else plays. Everyone else probably just jumps in and rides along and doesn't care but But uh, it's it's your camp. You gotta take care of your the people around you. Um So anyways so let's talk about some Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Opening on Mother's Day weekend, where the main villain is motivated by being a mother with her children taken away. And the, one of the main uh, climax events happens while she's wearing mom jeans. And the uh, was it an acronym? acronym of the movie is M-O-M multiverse of madness or mom i really liked it uh, again spoilers ahead like i'm not i don't do non-spoiler stuff which is really funny because like i went to see it with my family with my uh, my brother-in-law and my ne- nieces and nephews and getting out of this, the movie it's like how'd you like it you know i'm like you know i'm curious how they enjoyed it But like the first thing like, oh man can you believe that? the re the reed richards turned into you know he he died and oh man and and all this and they're like we're like right by the soda machine so like people are getting people are gathering their you know their food and stuff and getting ready to go see a movie which probably would be dr strange so i'm like yelling like i'm not yelling at him but i'm you know hurriedly telling him to shut up i'm like dude i'm like you can't talk like like you know i know in in my podcast i don't you know, I'm unabashed about uh, spoilers, because I pretty much put it everywhere that I'm not, you know, if you listen to this episode, it's going to be a bunch of spoilery stuff. So don't listen to this episode until you've seen the movie. But anyways, I in public, you know, it's a different story. If I'm in front of somebody and they haven't seen a movie, I'm not going to talk about the movie. You know, it's out of a show of respect and just not being that dick that walks out of Empire Strike Back and goes, Darth Vader was Luke's father? That's insane. You know, that's just you know, you don't wanna give away parts of the movie that people are hyped to see. But it's it is a great I don't know, it's there's a lot to unpack in this in this movie that um, I I don't know how much I'm gonna go into it. Uh, I'll just go over a lot of the big, the hot, hot topics, the hot, you know, the, the juiciest bits. Um, I prepared, you know, I was pretty excited all week to go, and, you know, it's all anyone can talk about on, on all my YouTube stuff, because I follow a lot of comic book, uh, the, kind of, trailer review channels, and Easter egg review channels and stuff. New Rockstar screen, screen, pant? yeah, I think Screen Rant, and stuff like that, Screen Junkie kind of stuff, uh, Comics Explained, Comics slash Geek Culture Explained, um, that's where I get a lot of my stuff from, is the Comics Explained, I really enjoy those episodes of, and with the the Geek Culture Explained, it's going in a new direction, but I like the Comics Explained, because it's just, right, it's what you need to know, like, it's, Stories, you know, the actual comic stories from the pages are explained in very, um, in a very delicate manner, very well thought out, and so I listened to a lot of those, that kind of stuff, uh, all week, so I was already in tune with kind of the mythos of Doctor Strange and C'thon, who gave, who's responsible for the Scarlet Witch, and just like a whole bunch of uh, the lore of, of the all the magical, magicalness of the movie. And I really, uh, I loved Doctor Strange, the first one. Uh, that one I liked probably more, mainly for the visual effects and uh, it was shot in 3D. So just watching it in 3D and like all the different things they did in that regard was really fun but this one this one was interesting because they traveled to a different multiverse well they travel basically to two multiverses they go through a whole bunch but that that seems a lot like uh the guardians of the galaxy where they rocket through space but which it's kind of the same a similar concept but i don't know it seems like they, they're... no in, in Gardens of the Galaxy, they don't... In Volume 2, they travel. They do, like, that, time, that space jump. I think they're just jumping through different distances. Where the multi... then this one, America Chavez takes Doctor Strange through a bunch of different multiverses, which is way different. Um, the coolest one was probably the paint one. That one was really fun. Just because of the colors. That was really fun. Then there's a the dinosaur one, but that one was just, you know... It, T Rex fighting the Stegosaurus that would've been fun to watch, but that would you know probably not a lot to not a lot of a story on that one. Um, there's a Noir one, which is kind of a shout out to the Noir Marvel Noir series. Um, then there's an animated style one, but the one they land in uh, where they have the who's it the Illuminati. That one's kind of weird. You get the idea, like, you get the feeling that the Avengers don't exist, and, like, there's, there aren't a whole lot of heroes um, They killed Doctor Strange and claimed that he sacrificed himself for Thanos, which he kind of did. Not sacrificed himself for Thanos. sacrifice sacrificed himself in defeating Thanos. And... They don't really go into an explanation. There's a lot of talk about an incursion and from the Illuminati themselves, like uh, with the Illuminati, we had Captain Carter, which was the Captain America version, but not Steve Rogers. Uh, Peggy Carter is given the serum and that was touched on in What If, but I'm not much of a fan of the Captain Carter, you know. I like, I'm a big Captain America fan, and so, you know, with Captain Carter, you don't get Captain America, and that's kind of a tit-for-tat kind of thing, but, um, it's fun. A lot of people like her, and so, uh, to each their own. And then you get Black Bolt from the Inhumans. If you don't know Black Bolt, then you're not alone, because not a lot of people do, because Inhumans, the Inhumans are basically a knockoff of the X-Men, not in the not in the universe but like in the comic uh the backstories of all the comic books like the inhumans are a whole different idea of the x-men but they're they're humans with powers and the x-men are mutants of humans and they have powers but black bolt is basically the, the leader of the inhumans the king and he can't talk. So he he doesn't really lead a lot to like, like storytelling on his, in his stories. But he's an interesting character. He has an interesting little outfit. He's like a little wrestler. But, uh, and then they had uh, the Ms. Captain Marvel was Monica Rambeau if, if Monica Rambeau became Captain Marvel instead of Carol Danvers, which, that was interesting. She was pretty cool. Then they had Baron Carl Mordo, Carl Mo- Baron Carl Mordo, and he was a lot happier, mainly because he was Sorcerer Supreme, because they had to kill Doctor Strange in their universe, a, a mustacheless Doctor Strange. That was kind of weird, seeing him without any facial hair. Um, but... The story was that in in order to defeat Thanos, he had to use the Darkhold, and in using the Darkhold, he created an incursion and destroyed a multiverse that he was uh, traveling to, and you know, destroying an entire reality, an entire multiverse, and doing that to save their own. And so, uh, he admitted it to the Illumina- the rest of the Illuminati, and then they decided that he could, he had to give up the Darkhold and be executed by Black Bolt, and that, which was really cool because they were they showcased Black Bolt, the of Black Bolt's um, vocal superpower to d- destruction. Basically, ripped Doctor Strange to shreds, to disintegrated him, and then there was. Uh, Charles Xavier of course and he came out with his X-Men theme and that was really dope for all his X-Men animated show fans he had his hover yellow hover chair and his green outfit I guess, I couldn't really tell if it was green I don't really remember so maybe it's the actual animated series version of him, who knows the people who made it though and they haven't really said much about it but he was really cool to see. And then uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, played by John Krasinski, which was interesting. Thought he did an alright job. He didn't have to do anything super intelligent except try to stay alive, which he failed. But he was also facing one of the biggest threats of Marvel and all of Marvel. And so the the fight scene was really cool when she showed up because, you know, they strange and... America Chavez go there because they found out Doctor Strange had, you know, died. So they go there to investigate and it's at the Sanctum Sanctorum and Baron Mordo meets him and takes him in and just, you know, gives a misdirect of like, oh, I'm happy to see you even though he look, you know, Doctor Strange doesn't trust him because in the main universe he is killing sorcerers and going batshit. shit Crazy. One question I have that hasn't really, I don't know if they touched on it at all in the movie, but they killed Doctor Strange, very mortal became Sorcerer Supreme, where is Wong at? Like, he must not have had a Wong in their universe or something. It's also interesting that that universe is Doctor Strange, the cloak of Levitation was blue. And so when you see the little blue thing on the Prime Strange's cloak, it's because got damaged, so they used the other cloak to repair the new cloak, or the old cloak. So that was really, that was strange. Um, But yeah, the fight scene was really cool, Wanda hunts him down, she's hunting down America because she was, she wants to be master of the multiverse, and have America's powers, and if she takes the powers then America dies, so that was the main uh, conflict. Strange is trying to keep her alive, and he could take her powers, but he doesn't want to, because I'll kill her in the beginning of the movie, the other, one of the Doctor Strange variants, uh, tried to take the powers from her, because he thought it was the only way, because Strange is in charge of everything, and his way is the only way. There is no other way. But, uh, this strange is different and he wants to stop sacrificing people that's all that seems to happen and he's involved in the story but he uh, they meet up at with the Illuminati and then the Illuminati thinks that Wanda's uh, not a, uh, that big of a threat and they are holding a hearing for this Doctor Strange because him being there is a threat to their universe because it could cause an incursion. This is all uh, exposition from uh, Krasinski's Richard, Reed Richards, so that's as smart as he sounds, is just kind of relaying information. He does a little bit of stretchiness, which was was pretty cool. But then the main stretchy that he does to get ready to fight, he stretches too much in front of a witch that can turn you into string cheese, kind of rubber bandy stuff and then pops his head as she, he turns to string cheese which I thought was a little much, I was like wow that's kind of demented well it's demented enough, you know, being turned to string cheese but then she just like pop popped his head and that was after Black Bolt they did the great little moment of he can destroy you with just his mouth and she looks at him, you know, cocks her head and is like what mouth? and then you look back at him and he's, you know, mouthless and he freaks out, panics, and screams like, what the fuck? And then it reverberates around in his brain and then pow right out of his skull. And that was gruesome. And it was really interesting with uh, rating that you know, they gave it a PG-13 rating and they had it pretty f- nasty, you know. They showed his, his uh, head pop like the, the reverberation bouncing around in his head and then it explodes out his head and he falls to the ground and they show, like, zoom in all on his head the whole time. So, then the other one's on ramp Oh, and then Captain Carter, that was pretty cool. She threw her shield and then Wanda did her little magic and flung it back at her. And right right in the midsection. Sliced her right in half. That they didn't show. They just kind of showed her reaction and then they showed her topple over uh, two, two parts toppled over. Uh, Monica Rambeau Put up a pretty good fight, but she wound up getting a statue thrown on her And in my opinion that just kind of knocked her out If she's Captain Marvel Captain Marvel pretty strong and tough and She doesn't go down that easily But it is the movie universe so maybe it's different Who knows? And Charles, that one, the Charles Xavier moment was probably my favorite other than the string cheese head pop. Uh, only because that part was pretty demented. But then the Charles Xavier, she, he does his, he touches his forehead and then you see the visual circles uh, ruminating from his you know, his tele, tele telepathy. And then he goes into uh, Wanda's mind palace kind of deal. And then you see her under some rubble. And that that was cool because it's part of Xavier's power is to go into other people's mind, and in the animated show he did it a lot, you know, especially with Carol Danvers because she was a uh, she was in a coma for years because she had her powers taken by um, Rogue, and in doing so Rogue took on her. She took her powers, but then also took her memories and stuff, or something. And so she had her like locked up in her brain, her consciousness. And so uh, part of that was part of that episode. It had Charles Xavier walking around in their brains and having them have brain fighting going on. But in the Multiverse of Madness, that didn't. That's like, it wasn't really a fight. He tried pulling her, pulling Wanda out of the rubble, and then. Uh, creepy, spooky witch Wanda came up, looking like a zombie, and snapped his neck. And that was crazy, but that was the most exciting part, really. A lot of it was a lot of cutting back to Wong uh, dealing with Wanda in the main universe, and him just kind of getting thrown around by Wanda because he's a sorcerer supreme. So she just kind of had a kept her eye on him had him hanging with all her magic spells while she was doing the whole mind-jumping and chasing around. Another cool scene was in the sewer, like they had a strange had a doorway to the Book of Ashanti in like the basement of the Syncrum Sync and they were venturing in there and running away from Wanda, from the, you know, zombie Wanda in that universe, and Mom-Jean's Wanda, and that was cool because it was kind of creepy. Another one was they went, they, uh, Strange, in the beginning of the movie, when she was, she uh, attacked, Wanda attacked Comortage, and Strange put her, trapped her in the mirror dimension, and then she wound up finding the way out because she was able to find the reflections and, you know, try to escape through the reflections. And so that was, that was a unique kind of idea. And then, like, she, she came out of the gong thing. And she was like all warped and twisted and kinda like the, the girl from the grudge or like you know, any of those kind of movies where they're all contorted and weird looking. Like in the ring. How she crawls out of the TV. But uh and then what else happened? The main fight when it well they had <coughs> Uh, they escaped into the, re- the weird reality that was broken to pieces with the Book of Ashanti. They got into that dimension and then they had to, you know, uh, Wanda caught up with them there and then she was sucking America Chavez's powers away. And so Wanda opened a portal using America Chavez's powers. put Strange and Christine who was running around with them. Well, that's too much to get into. Christine's in a whole part of this mess. Which is, I guess, good because she kind of is helpful because she knows a lot. Because uh, Doctor Strange in her universe uh, mm-hmm. helped her out and explained a lot of what he did to her, I guess. But she was really know- knowledgeable about all this stuff. But anyways, uh, then they go into a universe. You know, Wanda pushes them into a universe, a multiverse where the uh, it is slowly being destroyed and due to an incursion of. Which again isn't really explained, it's just explained that there's only one person living there, and it's the Sinister Strange who caused the incursion. And part of me wonders if that incursion has anything to do with the incursion that uh, that Illuminati Strange caused. That led to, you know, the destruction of one universe to save the other. And then in the end credit scene, Clea, one of Doctor Strange's love interests in the movies, or in the movies, in the comics, shows up and tells, tells the main universe, Doctor Strange, that he created an incursion event and that he needs to follow her to clean up his mess. And he has a third eye. And everyone's, you know, saying, oh, it's from the dark, using the dark old, which he had to use to defeat Wanda, but he also has the Eye of Agamotto, and using the Eye of Agamotto uh, gives him a third eye in that same way, and I think that happened before Clear arrived, so maybe there's the Eye of Agamotto sensing her coming and, you know, alerting Strange. That's what I, that's my take on it. Nobody else really has been mentioning it, but I could mention it, oh, the Eye of Agamotto gives you a third eye. And, and oh, the dark old, using the dark old gives you a third eye, but obviously he stopped using the dark old and he he isn't sinister like the other ones that did use the dark old. So maybe it's something else, or maybe he's still using the dark gold and that's why he's caught as an incursion. We'll never know until the next the next movie. But another uh, I forgot about in in the. The Sanctum Sanctorum in the torn up universe, Sinister Strange reveals that he's still sinister and wants to fight the main Doctor Strange for some reason, I can't remember. But uh, then they do like a cool piano uh, music note fight where like the music notes appear as because he pushed on a piano and like it started playing, and then they start playing the music, and all the music notes were used as uh, magical weapons. And my wife was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, those aren't, you know, they're music notes. Like, how deadly can they be? And I was like, well, they're pretty, you know, they're back a punch. They're like razor sharp, sh- cutting into uh, Doctor Strange's clothes and stuff. But the music was really fun. Like, they used, uh, like, a Beethoven, one of Beethoven symphonies, versus uh, uh, Night on Bald Mountain. Dun, 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 dun. and so that was really fun if they don't get copyright hit I got copyright hit with all that music I tried to play on my last episode so I tried I did all the music for that episode and I, they didn't let me use like I had to uh, upload a version that didn't have the music so I might have fixed it already I think it's I think they because I wrote a nice little letter like because, you know, you dispute it, and then you have to give a reason, and you're like, oh, you can't say it's parody, and, you know, fair use isn't always uh, the way it works. But I was like, well, I'm just describing how uh, music, with the with songs, uh, the lyrics can get misconstrued by, you know, a lot of people listening to it and having different perceptions and, and interpretations of what's being said with the music and all that. I thought it was pretty clever, to So... Explain myself, but we'll see what they say. Anyways, Doctor Strange wound up winning in the end. Who would have thought? Um, Scarlet Witch wound up being the one that sacrificed herself and not the person that Doctor Strange was trying to protect. So, a nice little twist in that kind of detail. But she collapsed the building that had all the uh, dark old stuff on it they created the dark darkhold you know how they created the darkhold and he <clears throat> and so her destroying that building somehow destroyed all the dark darkholds and all the universes which i don't think that's because she used like her witchly powers but i don't know i also forgot to bring up the zombie strange because the, the the first strange in the beginning of the movie died and then they hit him and in one of the universes, Strange was stranded in a different universe, so he used the dead body to fight off Wanda, and that was really cool, uh, when he took over all the zombies that were attacking him, all the dark old demons, and then he created a big old cape with them, and he flew around, it was, that was a cool scene, a scene, like, from the trailers where he has all those arms, but, yeah. So, my favorite part, oh, I have completely forgot my favorite part Bruce Campbell. I love my Bruce Campbell uh, cameos. And this one didn't disappoint. He was the pizza papa for Mary Chavez. Whenever she travels through dimensions and she gets to her destination, she has to eat pizza to recoup her energy and stuff. And uh, they have a run in with good old Bruce Campbell, and he's argues with him and he thinks that they're they took Doctor Strange's uh, artifact from his museum, the dead the Dead Strange's museum. They took his outfit and then he goes to squirt catch or mustard at Doctor Strange and he stops him, turns it around and he squirts mustard in him, at him his in his own face. And then Doctor Strange does some magic magical wavings and then causes him to punch himself in the face. And then they walk away and she's like, Oh, he's gonna be doing that for a couple hours and Strange is like, No like, oh, I don't know, three days, maybe three weeks, or something like that. And then he shows up at the end of at the end credits, and then he finally is done punching himself in the face, and he's in disbelief, and he looks at the camera and says, It's finally over! Which is funny because it was a pretty short movie compared to No Way Home, which was like three hours. But, uh, so on a scale of what I rated Batman the Batman um i give it the same rating it was really great i really liked it this the rating i give this out of all the marvel movies this movie was the doctor strangest was the most no not the most multiversal multiversal yeah it was the most multiversal because spider the spider the no way home that was spider-versal so this was the most multiversal out of all the mcu but it was. Let's see, what's a good rating? I'd put it in my top five Marvel movies. Maybe I should do a ranking, shouldn't I? Maybe next month or whenever I wind up doing another episode, I'll do a rank. I'll rank my top five Marvel, and number one is not Endgame. Or this movie, or No Way Home. It's a surprise. You can probably guess it. Put your guesses down in the comments or in the email. Email me or on my Twitter. You can Twitter me, Nations Famous Pod, or Nations 21. Either of those work. Uh, email me, Nations Famous Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow my Instagram. I don't really post anything, but you can do it. It's my name, Zach Nations. Zach with an H. One word, no, no space in between first and last name. Uh, go to my Twitch, Nations217. Um, and I'm on YouTube. That doesn't really matter. Anything else I need to include? I don't think so. And that only leads me to one. Thing. Get out of here. Think it over.